Today's goddess is the Babylonian mother of everything, including all the other gods and goddesses. She is Tiamat. Hello, goddesses! Welcome to number 45, episode number 45, sorry, of Goddess (laughs) Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am the tongue-tied, tascular Gigi, and this is the beautiful, eloquent Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm a wordsmith. Join us as we drink... (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Join us as we drink some tea, or I wish I had some spirits, um, and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. And, of course, if you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. You can also find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos or email us goddesschat at yahoo.com. And the best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review. And, of course, word of mouth is priceless. And it works. Trust me. It I'll works. tell you a little bit about it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goddesses. Grab those drinks. Let's chat. Woo! Ding, ding, ding. Uh, yes. Gigi, before you go into your, your thing about magic market, mm-hmm. I very quickly have to let you know I received. Are you ready? Do the drum roll. <laughs> Kitchen Witch by Sarah Robinson. You got your pre order. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. It has a beautiful, she wrote a little with love, Sarah. I'm like, stop it. Aww. And then I have a little bookmark. And it's so fancy. It's, um, it's like almost 250 pages. That's a lot for <gasps> wow. me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at There's her. so much. I'll take pictures so you can post them. Oh my on, gosh. It's um, amazing. It's just everything. She puts so much love and work into this. So yes, it's available, Good I job. believe, everywhere now. Um, yeah, Kitchen I think, Witch. I think so. Yeah. Kitchen oh. Witch, Sarah Robinson. Love yes, her. Yes. It's a food, folklore, and fairy tales. Yes. Yay, so. congratulations, Sarah. And actually, we're going to be having her on an upcoming episode. So stay tuned. We'll be interviewing her soon. Very excited. Yay. Oh, man, I should probably read all of it before then. Darn. Oh. I oh, have well. things to do in my life. <laughs> Darn it. More homework. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Read, woman, read. Oh, my gosh. Well, I did the, the so, hard Ms. labor. Gigi. Yeah, I did the hard labor. <laughs> so. Yeah. I drove. Right. I drove with these current gas prices. <laughs> yes, you did. An entire hour. To... Over. Over an hour. To, an hour. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. You went yeah. from Orange County mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I was like Where an was hour it? 15. Pasadena? It was in Glendale. Oh, um, yes. But yeah. So I went out to the magic market. And it was the their Ostara event hosted oh. by Juliet Kurth. Woo! and um smith and stone i um i can't remember her name but she is um she makes crystal necklaces and jewelry and everything and she's a silversmith her and her husband they make it and it's just beautiful amazing stuff so she and juliet co-host the magic market which is a vending event for just the magic you know um spiritual community and um 
I went out there to help, you know, show my support because she was one of our lovely sponsors for our one year anniversary. And we had her on a recent episode. And then even the Selkies Cottage was there as a vendor. And they were also one of our sponsors for our one year anniversary. And they've been on on one of our episodes recently as well. So I got to meet them all in person finally. And it was just so special. And on the way there, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to this thing alone. Do I really need to go? Like, you know, I'm just driving an hour. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, you know what? No, this is going to be good. And all of a sudden, like, the vibrations hit. And I was just getting tingles through my body. And I got so excited. That was just the road work in L.A. Come oh, on. You know, yeah, that's true. A little vibration. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you taking it serious. No, but I like I, I literally felt good. Like I had those butterflies good. in my tummy, you know, and I was just like, I'm I, this is going to be good. And I just got to like check out all the vendors, you know, pick their brains on their creative like outlets. Um, There is a vendor there that spins her own thread and yarn. Uh, I mean, like old practices you know um there is a vendor there that did bone throwing and so she did a little reading for me um we'll we'll tag some of the vendors um in the magic market um so that you guys can check them out because it was really cool um there was artists there um other jewelry makers um pendulum you know artisans um there was uh, uh, sigils, uh, tarot reading, ceramics, uh, just so many beautiful things. Of course, candles. And yeah, it was awesome. And then it was so cool. So listen to this. Our name is getting what? out there. Eee! Tell so, me the story. Okay. I want to know. Okay. So I went up to Selkie's Cottage and I had to say hi to Crystal and Karina, Mama and Minnie. Hi, Mama. And they're just Mama so beautiful in person. And um, they were like, Wait, tell guess the best what? thing about them. How were they dressed? They were dressed as twins. They were so, so cute. cute. And they were cute little like white, like prairie dresses, you know? And I was just like, they're so adorable. And not, with their long blonde hair. And, like, and oh. not like creepy you know shining twins no they just looked like just like ethereal you know they looked like just it was just gorgeous like angelic yeah nice and um they're like guess what someone came up to us and they're like oh you're at the selkies cottage i heard about you on goddess chat with leos So we have some fans out there, apparently. We have, <laughs> we have a total of 10 people that listen to us. Yes. It was so no, cool. No, I think there's more than 10, but yeah. Yes. And How then, awesome. Um, and Hi, then I was everyone. walking around the market and um, one of the vendors was like, do you do pinup modeling? <laughs> I was like, I dabbled. She's like, I knew I recognized those dimples in that hair. She's Aww. like, what's your name? I'm like, I go by Gigi Marie for my modeling. And she's just like, oh my gosh, yes, I think I follow you. And your photo is on my niece's wall. And you have helped her with her confidence over the years in accepting, you know, her body and like being plus size and all that stuff. So thank you so much. And I'm just like, geez, like, it was so cool. Like, just to meet all these people and to like get recognized for like positive things, like helping to promote people's businesses or promote body positivity. Like it was so cool. I just loved it. Yes. I, I was 
a little sad. It was sad, long though. overdue and you needed it. That, yes, I but think. I was sad that you weren't there with me, of course, because it was going in your old neighborhood, of course. I but... know. The valley. <sighs> Yay. But yes, oh it was so special. So they'll be doing another market for Beltane and they'll be announcing it soon. So make sure you check it out. Um, and yeah, hopefully I can Are meet you gonna all. Are they going to be doing the, the boxes again? Uh, yes, they will be doing another subscription box. Um, I don't know if it'll be for Beltane or how many they're going to do a year, but um, all the okay. um, profits from the magic market and from their subscription markets go to charities. So these are oh, all I love it. Going I love back my subscription into the box. community. Yes, so many amazing things, and they oh, were yes. able to donate. I forgot which um, charity they donated those profits to, but the profits from the magic market went to a charity that specializes in native Californian plants and teaching people how to garden their yards with them and um, how to take care of them in order to, like you know, push out the invasive species and bring back what we need because the invasive species are what contribute to our drought and so getting more native plants will help us in the long run so i was like that's really cool so look yes, at you learning you so i know so the more proud you know. of you oh my god i love that i'm so Aww. proud of you no well thank you, you for you that. know like being there in spirit and, uh... <laughs> of course. I think I was sleeping. The last thing I saw was a text from you saying, should I go alone? I don't know. And then I fell asleep and I was like, I hope she went. Yes. And I did go and did it was go. beautiful. So I'm very proud of you. Yay. Thank you. So big. Um, so this one's mine this week. Super yes. excited. Old Babylonian goddess. Ooh, ancient. Um, studio at her dad's house so just bear with yeah. us <laughs> my dad's wi-fi doesn't work the best and it's been like this like our entire existence here since i was like 13 i don't understand why the wi-fi never works here but it's the house or there's something <laughs> evil there Ooh, you know we I'm do have a stair here we do no so um that'd be nice I mean, I haven't gotten negativity yeah. from it, but my sister has had, you know, visits. She would have the sleep paralysis and things like that. And um, I had um, a Ooh, medium. it happened there? Yeah, she had it happen here. And oh, then we had, so a, creepy. we had a medium tell us that there's an old man that lives on our front porch on our bench. And mm -mm. I, I don't know if he's a past owner or what, but yeah. So we do have spirits here. Mm, poor guy. I want him to go cross over. Yeah. Well, well maybe, maybe he just do. enjoys sitting on the bench and watching the neighborhoods and being like, get out of here, you uh, ragamuffins. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, damn like, kids. <laughs> He's got like a, a ghost hose that he sprays the kids yeah. with. <laughs> Smoking a cigar or something. Like, he just... <laughs> or Is pipe. he a rat bastard? Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> oh my <God>. Hooligans? <laughs> <laughs> You with your long hair. Oh and my gosh. Music. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Do we know what his name is? No, I didn't get a name. It was a brief thing that my my friend that's a medium told me. And I was like, How do you know I have a front okay. porch? And how do you know I have a bench? And I was like, Because mm, we weren't even here. We were in another place. So, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? The, okay. The, the vibes are strong. So creepy. I might have to bring some sage over sometime. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Yeah. Oh my god. There's, well, I've become so sensitive to everything now. Like when I oh, saved yes, my house, I have to wear my respirator. <laughs> so I was trying to. There, stuff's been going on in my house, and so I'm like, okay, I need to do a really deep cleanse. So I got like the old sage that I have. It's ethically sourced. It's all good. Everything's fine and happy with it. Um, 
but I can't breathe it anymore. So normally I do sprays, but I needed it deeply clean. So I'm wearing my respirator that I use for when I rhinestone stuff. And I'm walking around with this respirator on with a feather and my, my <laughs> like out, out any evil negative energy. You're like looking like Bane from Batman yeah. or like Darth Vader. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, if someone walked by at that moment, they'd be like, like this fraud has lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But, you know, I I just, you know what it is? I'm waiting until the full moon to make my sprays again. So I'm like, "Ah." that'll be good. Yeah. And then um, and then you can do like a cord cutting or whatever type of release, you know, to help you feel better, too, because it's been a lot of heavy stuff. And hopefully, you know, we can start to move forward and feel light again. That's right. I want to feel light. Damn it. Yes, and, and I, I do too. I would love to lose a few pounds to feel lighter. No, <laughs> I've just been yeah. like stretched out a little bit lately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just a little, feeling a little, little cushiony. Yeah. I'm like those jeans are a little tight. <laughs> I don't even wear jeans anymore. I just wear my leggings. Yeah, that's probably the safer bet. Uh, and not even workout leggings like the soft leggings that you get from oh, like, like the online, Lulu, whatever, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I don't it. even care anymore. I'm like, it's I gone. love it. I love All right, it. my darling. Are you ready to chat about today's goddess? <gasps> Let's do this. <laughs> God. Okay, everybody, our sources for today's goddess are worldhistory.org, newworldencyclopedia.org, goddessschool.com, journeying into the goddess or journeying to the goddess.wordpress.com. Uh, the book was Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander, also Goddesses for Every Season by Nancy Blair, and Your Goddess Year by Sky Alexander, which is. Um, Oh, wait, this is a different one. Sorry. I thought it was the same book because mm-hmm. of the quotations. No. <laughs> also, I, I just copied and pasted it. Yes, yeah. No worries. Also, 365 Goddess, a daily guide to the magic and inspiration of the goddess by Patricia Telesco. And the mm. Oracle cards, nada. We don't have any this Nothing. week. Sorry. Not Fuck a zilch. Yes. She is very ancient. So it was yeah. really hard to find images on her as well. So, yes, yes. a very, very ancient goddess. Um, this goddess is Tiamat and her name relates to the Babylonian word Tantu, meaning sea. And although her name is referenced in a much earlier, um, Akkadian inscription, she does not figure in Mesopotamian mythology literature until Enuma Elish written under the reign of the Babylonian king Hamum, Hamum, Hammurabi? I can't. Hammurabi. 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 Yeah. Yes. Oh man. I wanted to say like. <laughs> so many different things (laughs) so like um, hamburger robbie (laughs) the hamburglar no um so and that was between 1792 and 1750 bce and it's usually dated to uh 1750 bce but no doubt it was written earlier so later mentions of the goddess are simply copies and variations of this actual work her appearance is um 
seen as a powerful creator deity and was a personification of the ocean from which life evolved. So usually she's depicted as a female water dragon. I mean, come on, a female water (laughs) dragon, like how badass. And uh, Tiamat is sometimes shown with a woman's torso and snake appendages, and she may even appear as a mermaid. Now, that's not a mermaid I want. I would want to cross, you know, um, yeah. with snake and dragon appendages. It sounds pretty Didn't really terrifying. specify what appendages. So I, I envision like your imagination. the arms and legs, you know, like just like snakes for limbs. But Oh, I thought you were imagining a snake with arm and legs. I was like, no, oh, see, cute. there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm imagining like she's a female body, but then like snake limbs. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And that ooh, that's what I envision. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Okay. Look don't at me, know. I'm like, oh, that's but weird. then also I can envision, you know, the Starbucks mermaid has the two separate tails, you know, ooh. coming out. What if those were like snakes, you know? Like I don't know. Good point. I don't Interesting know. things Anything... to ponder over. Yeah, because a lot of the photos I've found have been like just dragons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I want to see this like hybrid thing. So I'm digging deep, people. Digging deepers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I did my uh, mouth stretches and exercises, so hopefully I won't get tongue-tied. Some of these words. But... You know what? This is an ancient language, okay? That's right. There is no one that's going to question anymore. So I think we're good. (laughs) That's right. I am a scholar in the Babylonian ways. Yes. Uh, All right. Some legends and mythologies. In a quote from Nancy Blair from the book Goddesses for Every Season, Babylonian myth says that before the world was created, there was only Tiamat, dragon of the bitter waters and the sweet springs. In the deepest dark before all beings arose, she gave birth to light. I can just imagine it. it, like her legs parting and then just like light. (laughs) That's how I feel when I wake up in the morning. You just spread your legs. That's right. Just the light bursts through. You're like, oh. I'm like, well, that's what Chris sees. Yes. I think he's like, the glory hole. Good for, oh. (laughs) Gigi's making herself laugh, everyone, okay? Sorry. I had to get my blood drawn today. The vampire sucked me dry, so. (laughs) Oh, Okay. Did you get a cookie at least? No. No. But James got vaccinations yesterday and he got a sucker afterwards. So, man. And stickers. Jeez. I didn't get and Spider Man band aids. Come on. Uh-huh. I just get the cotton ball with some medical tape. <laughs> yeah, right? And they send you out. They're like, all right, get out of here. Kick you out in the butt on the way out. <laughs> got your blood. Get out. <laughs> Uh, All right. All cultures and belief systems recount creation myths. The earliest ones credit goddesses as the origin of all that is. Babylonian mythology tells us Tiamat was the mother of everything. She birthed the celestial bodies and the rest of the gods and goddesses. Wow. That's a lot of responsibility. Oh, yeah. Tiamat personifies the ocean, the fertile source from which modern day science tells us that we evolved. Some stories say she split her body in two, thereby forming heaven and earth from the watery void and bringing order out of chaos. Oh, interesting. Look at that. 
Right. Now, which way was her body split, vertically or horizontally? Hmm. <laughs> Questions. No. Questions. Pumping. Maybe it was like in Beetlejuice when he unzipped himself. Ooh, yes. One character. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So this mother goddess, however, bred a family of violent, disruptive descendants. Raise your hand if you have those. I might. I might. <laughs> like, I'm not saying nothing. I, you know, I don't think he's quite violent yet, but definitely disruptive. <laughs> <laughs> so the Enuma Elish uh, begins with the creation of the universe. So that's uh, that poem that they call it is basically one of the only stories that is of Tiamat. Okay. So um, with that, it begins with the creation of the universe, originally a mass of water swirling in chaos. Mm. The waters divided into fresh and salt and the fresh water formed the God Apso while the salt water, the goddess Tiamat from their union were born the younger gods. At first, all was well, but, you know, the younger gods became increasingly loud and boisterous, upsetting their parents. Okay, teenagers, James. basically. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or three teenagers. Well, either <laughs> or a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> they became increasingly so, loud and boisterous. <laughs> louder. So a little paragraph from that poem. The Divine Brothers came together. Their clamor got loud, throwing Tiamat into a turmoil. They jarred the nerves of Tiamat, and by their dancing, they spread alarm. And that's from lines 21 to 24. I feel you. I'm right mm -hmm. there with her. You know, I would be jarred as well. My my nerves were shot like the last couple of days. <laughs> we both were, actually. Our nerves have been shot. So Yeah. <laughs> it's been a rough month so far, mm -hmm. March. Um, in another uh, quote, Tiamat is upset with them, but feels powerless to influence their behavior. Same, understand. Mm -hmm. Tiamat was silent when confronted with them. Their conduct was displeasing to her, yet their behavior was not good. She wished to spare them. So that comes from line 26 mm -hmm. to 28. I hear you, sister, and I feel mm -hmm. you. So Apso is also irritated by his children's actions and confers with his advisor, Mumu. Yeah, there we go. About the problem. <laughs> I don't know why that looks so rough. Ah. They agreed nothing can be done until they've spoken with Tiamat. And so they go to her chamber where Apso opens the discussion saying, their behavior has become displeasing to me and I cannot rest in the daytime or sleep at night. Oh, wow. I will destroy and break up their way of life so so basically he's pushed to that point oh yeah the, that silence may reign and we may sleep when tiamat hears this she raged and cried out to her spouse she cried in distress fuming within herself she grieved over the plotted evil saying how can we destroy what we have given birth to though their behavior causes distress let us tighten discipline graciously and that's from line 37 to 46. Ancient stuff. Let us all today. learn. Let us all learn from this. Yes. <laughs> well, it gets a little rough. So maybe not okay. do what they did, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, at least it's like beginning dialogue. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's good, you know, words to heed. Tighten discipline graciously. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So we got homeboy Mumu. Mamu in interjects yeah, at this point. So. Mamu, mm -hmm. yeah. He interjects at this point. 
encouraging Apso to destroy his children, and Tiamat pleaded to ignore it. So Apso and Mamu agree to kill the younger gods, and Tiamat, not knowing what else to do, feels she must warn her children. She goes to the god of wisdom, Ia, also known as Inki, Inki, tells him about the plot. Ia, in addition to his great wisdom and intellect, was also the god of magic. He put Apso to sleep through an incantation and kills him and then imprisons Mamu. Mm. So Apso becomes the fresh water of Ia's home, which is also associated with the Sumerian city of um, Iradu. I think that's okay. it. Okay. Iradu? Yeah. And once everything is settled in fresh order, he and his wife, Dam- Damkina, live happily and they give birth to their son, Mardunk. So Mardunk is more powerful than any of the other gods, described as dazzling and mighty, mm. with the aura, I know, listen to this, with the aura or of the ten gods, so exalted was his strength. Sounds pretty good, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah. The Enuma Elish lavishes the greatest praise on the young god before stating how he became an even bigger nuisance to Tiamat <laughs> than her children were before. So that's her great-grandchild? Oh you I know what? I'm getting, I'm getting Gaia vibes from a lot of this, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, it reminds me of their whole thing. Where she, the which which god was it that hid in her womb to oh. kill? Like, oh yeah, like, I can't geez. remember. Yeah, <laughs> like hide back in there. <laughs> so in the Enuma Elish, uh, Mara Dunk, this is what they say about him. Okay, he he formed dust and set a hurricane to drive it. He made a wave to bring concern concern nation. Consternation. Consternation on Tiamat. Tiamat was confounded. Day and night, she was frantic. I get it. The elder gods, also her children, confronted her about the death of their father. Okay, so she's got to deal with this, like, grandchild, great-grandchild, and her kids. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Uh Poor thing. So, the death of their father... Fodder. <laughs> Hello, fodder. Fodder. Hello, fodder. <laughs> Reminding her that when Apso was killed, she did nothing. And when Mamu was imprisoned, she did not make any complaint. So now they tell her Mardunk and the other younger gods make all their lives miserable by doing as they please without any consideration for their elders. <laughs> So, can we just say that line again? Yeah. I, mean, I think all parents can relate. Yeah. They make so, all their lives miserable. So this is her elder. Yeah, this is her elder children telling her <laughs> that. Oh my god! Now that they tell her Mardunk, which is their child. Yes, and the other younger gods. It's called make, karma. Yeah, make all their lives miserable by doing as they please without any consideration. <laughs> For who? Their elders. elders. (laughs) They scald her and she does not love them and beg her to make, or or wait, they scald her that she does not love them and beg her to make war on the younger gods. Avenge Apso. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And put an end. I spared you. If I wouldn't have spared you, we wouldn't have this whole fiasco of these younger ones. (laughs) Right. She's like, manage your children. Okay. I'm grandma. I feed them the cookies. You deal with the consequences. (laughs) Right. She's like, I maybe babysit. I'm not going to deal with yes. <laughs> so uh, they basically want her to make war on the gods, the younger gods, avenge their father, Apso, and put an end to the constant noise and aggravation. How loud is it there? <laughs> it's 
deafening. <laughs> they're know. just, they're so upset. They're just like they're running like, around the whole time. <laughs> oh my God. They're just wailing it's their like, arms in the air. <laughs> it's like 10 Jameses out there just running around. <laughs> I can't. I could just see it. I mean, it just reminds me of like when we were young and I had my three siblings just like running around fighting mm-hmm. and it was just like absolute chaos. Yeah. But like that times a million. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, gosh. Okay. So they then, um, where am I at? Okay. Yes. So yeah. Tiamat listens to their counsel and agrees to go to war, saying, let us make demons as you have advised. And that's oh, in line 126. Interesting. Already not, they're not going to be angels. They're going to be demons. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, okay, you want me to handle it? I'm going to handle it my way. <laughs> she then gives birth to the 11 monsters known as Tiamat's creatures who will help Ooh. her fight against the younger gods. So Ooh. here's this list. Here's the roster of all the uh, okay. monsters. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. okay so first off there's a lot of yous so i'm gonna hopefully do this right so mushmahu us galu and basmu those are the three horned snakes furious exalted and venomous all right right out the gate personalities right (laughs) right out the gate they rage in the next one out the gate is, I feel like it's like a WWE kind of thing. It, no, totally. That's why I said, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I was like, this totally sounds like a wrestling match. They're like right. introducing them. Next up, we have Umu Darbutu. <laughs> the Raging Storm. <laughs> and then we have Mush Hasu, a snake dragon. <laughs> then we have Ha or La Hamu. A hairy beast man. Wait, is that your husband? Is that your husband? husband. That is my Italian husband. Okay. We have Ugalu, a lion demon. Oh, well, that's one of us. Hello. Yeah. We have Yuri Dimimu, a lion human hybrid. Okay, Okay. so which one's a lion demon and which one's a lion human hybrid? Which one? Mm -hmm. I think you're probably a little bit more patient than me. So you're the human hybrid. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hybrid. Yes. <laughs> and then we have Gertab Lulu. <laughs> that, All right. Which is a scorpion man. Oh my gosh. Then we have Kululu, a fish man, so a merman. Oh, oh hello, and then, Poseidon. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, 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 right. <laughs> then we have rounding out last, we have Kusariku, which is a bull man. So oh my gosh. We got Three horned snakes, a raging storm, a snake dragon, a hairy beast man, a lion demon, a lion human hybrid, a scorpion man, a fish man, and a bull man. So I'm imagining the scorpion man. It's like a scorpion body with like a torso coming out the front, like a centaur. Okay. And then the bull man, though, I envision like a bull's head with a man's body. Like a minotaur? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like. like... Hi, oh my gosh this is this is interesting mm-hmm. i like this i like this roster who's in for the ring who's yeah. gonna tag team let's go let's go <laughs> <laughs> so tiamat then chooses the god uh quingu as her new lover so 
you know, she's like, Opso's gone. Sorry. Birthed all these demons. Let's do this. Yeah, I think she's birthed enough at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. close down. <laughs> so she gets her lover to lead her forces as a champion and gives him the Tablets of Destiny. Tablets Whoa. of Destiny. I love it. Which legitimize a god's rule and controls the fates. So whoever holds the Tablets of Destiny has supreme power over the heavens, earth, and underworld. Dang. Um, pretty good. Dang. That's a that's a magic, magic thing that they're holding there. I like that. He must have laid it on her thick, man. She oh, gave yeah. him the Tablets of Destiny. Mm-hmm. She's like, I never had it that good. Here you go. <laughs> Okay, so with her formidable army, Tiamat goes to war against her younger children and defeats, but does not kill them. The younger gods struggle against the overwhelming power, but cannot stand against uh, Quingu and the Tablets of Destiny, or the Tiamat who led the other gods against them. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I think that would pretty much hold them back. Yeah, she's just like, look, I got to show you, you are no competition to this like just Mm -hmm. bow down and respect okay (laughs) however Uh oh Uh because they they headstrong the younger gods fall into despair however the younger gods fall into despair but mardunk volunteers to go and fight tiamat and her legions alone on the condition that afterwards he is to be made supreme ruler okay Uh, no supreme rulers in this world come on I mean, Tiamat, she's done her labor in many ways. (laughs) No one else can be supreme ruler. (laughs) So from the the poem, we forgot the name of Enuma Elish. If I should become your avenger, if I should bid Tiamat and preserve you, convey an assembly and proclaim for me an exalted destiny. Sit, all of you, in gladness. And let me, with my utterance, decree destiny instead of you. Whatever I instigate must not be changed, nor may my command be nullified or altered. Ooh, spreading down those rules. Mm-hmm. The younger gods gladly agreed and gave him a magical mace and a club while he fashions a mighty bow himself and calls down lightning to assist him, or calls down lightning to assist him. He then meets Tiamat in battle, swiftly defeats uh, Quingu, and takes the Tablets of Destiny. Oh, no. Uh-huh. He kills Tiamat <gasps> by smashing her skull with his mace and then splitting her in two with one of his arrows. Oh, he then no. Kills- mm-hmm. He then kills Tiamat's creatures and has the other gods bid- bind them to his feet as trophies. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> From Tiamat's corpse, he creates the heavens and the earth, and from her weeping eyes flow the Tigris and Euphrates River. Her tail becomes the Milky Way. Oh, my goodness. So Mardunk then consults with Ea, and they decide the gods will need helpers to assist them in maintaining the newly established order. Mardunk creates decrees that human beings will be created from the remains of the elder gods who instigated the conflict and encouraged Tiamat to make war. Uh-oh. Kugan is killed, and from his blood, Ea creates Lulu, yeah, the first man. Mardunk then organizes the the operation of the world and the underworld, and the poem ends with the praise for Mardunk as king of the gods. So... 
It's all woo, Mardunk. Woo. Come on. He didn't yeah. even do all the hard work. Not at all. So this primordial mother goddess was the source of all that existed on Earth and elsewhere in the universe. Her power was enormous. The Genesis story of creation calls to mind Tiamat's myth when it says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So shown as a water demon, she's also fierce and dangerous, even bloodthirsty. For she kills her own kin, which may actually symbolize an actual physical event, such as a flood or the ocean's ability to provide as well as destroy. Oh, like a natural disaster. Interesting. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. So in this sense, Tiamat is both a creator and a destroyer deity. She decides who lives and who dies. Eventually, the goddess is slain by the god, which may represent the rise of the patriarchal cultures and the demise of the matriarchal ones. Pooey on that. Mm-hmm. Poo-poo face. <laughs> however, however, even in death, she continues to create the sun, the moon, planets, and stars. It has been suggested that Tiamat is the Babylonian version of the Sumerian mother goddess Namu, also known as Nama. But there are significant differences between the two deities, notably that Namu is consistently a nurturing, caring figure, while Tiamat is vengeful and tempestuous. So it's kind of like it depends what you're reading. Yes, yes. Okay. The ancient Babylonians also celebrated the new year as a kitu at the first new moon after the spring equinox. So spring equinox this Sunday. Mm -hmm. Ostara. The festivals marked the start of the fertile planting season and lasted for 11 days. To represent the 11 monsters? Possibly, Mm. yeah. During the holiday of Akitu, plays were enacted to portray this event in addition to the feasting, partying, and other festival rituals that ushered in the Babylonian planting season. Wow, that's such an interesting thing. Yeah, that's really cool to hear this uh, take on Mm -hmm. the creation of everything. It's pretty volatile, but it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty metal at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, she's, uh, you know, very similar to, like you said, a bit of Gaia, Gaia. Mm-hmm. a bit of just the old, old Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Very deity. interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, since there are not a lot of people know of this, since it's so ancient, let's share a few ways to connect with the goddess. You can actually call upon Tiamat to help accomplish any project, no matter how large. This dragon deity combines with creative energies of fire and water, so she's ideally suited to ignite your imagination. You can acquire three floating candles in a color that appeals to you, and you can fill a large flame-resistant pot, a cauldron, or bathtub with water, and then light these candles and set them afloat on the water. And as you gaze at the flames, you can sense Tiamat's inspiration flowing through you. Do you need to get rid of something so that you can continue growing and creating life that you truly desire? Because Tiamat is both a creator and a destroyer. She can assist you in the process. So acquire some dragon's blood ink and on a sheet of paper, write what you wish to eliminate as well as what you want to attract or foster. You can make a small fire in a cauldron or a fireproof pot or a charcoal grill and drop the paper into the flames. And when it's finished burning, we pour cold water onto the fire and the steam will carry your intention to Tiamat. 
If you have had the opportunity to visit, visit an ocean, sea, gulf, or tidal marsh, invite the goddess to join you there. And as you embark on a creative venture, ask Tiamat to lend her power to your undertaking. Whether that means painting, gardening, writing, cooking, or something else, this dynamic fertility goddess can give you inspiration to, and guidance that you will need to bring your dreams to fruition. Mm, I love it. There, um, real quick, there was one thing, and I was going to put it in, mm-hmm. but it's like a little ritual where when you're planting your seeds this, you know, spring equinox or mm-hmm. star time, to write down your intentions and then put it in the soil oh, so that nice. it starts growing with the seeds. I was like, oh, I you like that. You know what's, what, what a good idea would be? Um, how, how you can use eggshells as like a seed starter. Yes. And maybe write it on the outside of the eggshell and then have your little like seedlings in it and then bury that. Mm-hmm. Ew, like yeah. kind of combining everything. That would be a good thing too. Um, like so now I'm going to read a little excerpt from the book by P- Patricia Telesco, The 365 Goddess, A Daily Guide to the Magic and Inspiration of the Goddess. Tiamat's themes are history, change, spirituality, spirituality, <laughs> fertility, <laughs> birth, and creativity. Her symbols are reptiles and seawater. This personification of creative fertile forces in the Assyro-Babylonian traditions um, gave Tiamat the ability to birth the world. She is the inventive power of chaos, whose ever-changing energy hones the human, human soul and creates unending possibilities for enlightenment. And in later accounts, Tiamat took on the why can't I talk all of a sudden? In later accounts, Tiamat took on the visage of the half you're a lion-human hybrid. Oh, yes, yes. There we go. Roar. Of the half-dinosaur <laughs> or half-dragon-like creature, symbolizing the higher and lower self, which must work together for positive change and harmonious diversity. So taking place at the Dinosaur National Monument or the Dinosaur Days in Colorado, it celebrates the ancient mysterious dinosaurs that speak to the Earth's long-forgotten past, a past that Tiamat observed and nurtured. And one fun activity to consider for today is getting an archaeology dinosaur kit at a local science shop and starting to dig up the past yourself. And as you work, meditate on the meaning of Tiamat's energy in your life. And the more bones you uncover, the more you'll understand and integrate her transformation energy. You can also carry a fossil in your pocket today to help keep you connected to Tiamat and her spiritual inventiveness. Or wash your hands with a little salt water so that everything you touch is blessed with Tiamat's productive nature and cleansing. I love that. That's so fun too because I mean so many people want to talk about worshiping you know different things on earth and certain religions don't believe in evolution and but we have evidence we did have dinosaurs you know we have Mm -hmm. fossils and you know obviously those are something that were created before us and we need to honor them as well and that's really awesome that this is a goddess that encompasses that she old (laughs) yes she's very she's she's dinosaur old like dinosaur dinosaur, half dinosaur half dragon yes (laughs) um 
there were it was really hard to find correspondences i went down the rabbit hole of uh, people's personal practices and it just got weird because um i think that there is a character her character in uh dungeons and dragons as well so then it was starting to go into that world and i was like i don't know what's real anymore D. (laughs) so i kind of put together a little bit of my own things of what i think would be good for her so um some symbols you could do salt water shell some like dragon statues fire uh anything that kind of calls to you in that way of like you know half dragon even Mm -hmm. dinosaurs fossils things like that Mm -hmm. um her colors dark blues greens golds animals any and all saltwater creatures especially eels dolphins and crocodiles Ooh, like that um some saltwater plants uh that you could uh go with um algae seagrass mermaid fans things like that um and then incense i did find um they wouldn't give me specifics but any earthy scent which i thought was kind of interesting and then for gems or crystals you could do dragon's blood jasper and amazonite which i like very nice and oracle card nana no oracle card unfortunately No, no card but in closing Thank you all for joining us on this adventure of speaking about this goddess. And as the spring equinox is just around the corner, we honor the Babylonian fertility and mother goddess Tiamat and embrace her creative power as the earth blossoms with new life. It is blossoming. It is budding. It is beautiful. She is blossoming and budding and Cleo during your whole last part was just trying to bite my leg because I'm not petting her. Oh, yeah. you need to be worshipped, Cleo? <laughs> she does. She's like, worship me. Worship me. <laughs> Can you say hi to the goddesses? Say hi. Meow. Meow. <laughs> She's like, I am not your puppet. Yes. <laughs> it's getting close to dinner time. That's why. She's like, I'm hungry, mom. You shouldn't be because daylight savings. It's only like... <laughs> Early. They don't know the difference. <laughs> like, um, I'm pretty sure I get my food now. Um, no, I really love learning about the because the Babylonian, the Mesopotamian god gods and oh, Cleo gods and goddesses, um, they really have a lot of info in the Bibles as well. So they yes. all. So that stuff's real. Okay, done. It's, yes. <laughs> no, it's it's so interesting because yeah. it does like you know call upon former goddesses that we've learned about and and even with her just the sea qualities we just talked about Sedna last mm-hmm. week you know being another goddess of the sea and um yeah. you know it's 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 really special learning about all these different deities that represent so many different things in our lives and that you can call upon and having ones yeah. that are nurturing and vengeful at the same time like it's all about that yin and yang and respecting you know so Look at you, yeah. eloquent. You're so uh, eloquent. Yeah, as I'm like, I love so, you. you know, like. So <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I love that one. Um, all I have to say is go buy Kitchen Witch by Sarah Robinson. Yes, go buy I wanna, it. I want others to read it with me. So, um, and she's a great person. So, yes. Um, Gigi, where can people find us? Well, of course, if you haven't already, you can find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos. You can also email us, goddesschat at yahoo.com. And please rate and review 
on all the podcasts that you're available to <laughs> um, or that you listen to <laughs> us through like podcast services um, and uh, you know word of mouth just talk about us because obviously it's helping out you know yes. people have been hearing about us they've been mentioning that they've been hearing about other businesses through us where we'd love to help support our little community and just to you know get more fans across the you know the world this world yes. here yes. this blue marble that we're rolling around world. on yes mm-hmm. yeah and um i i'm not gonna make hot cross buns this ostara because remember i did it last yeah, year yeah that was a little hard yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. it was a mess. um but i'm thinking of maybe doing some devil's eggs and there's I some it. you know lemon bread or something but uh just go and take a walk outside plant some Mm -hmm. seeds just do some you don't have to do a lot just like go out and stand barefoot on the grass and feel the warmth of the sun on your face just yep feel the spring coming through and all that new life just connect with Mm -hmm. it connect with yourself ground yourself yes put yourself in the corner and ground yourself. Oh. Nobody grounds Nikoko. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm obsessed with Cleo's chin. I don't know why. Her chin is the, the cutest, cutest thing in the world. Chin, the oh, chin, chin, chin. I'm just going to squeeze her. Okay, I love you guys. We'll talk we later. love you. Thanks for joining Mwah. us. Bye. <laughs> Bye.